And good Friday morning, everyone. We say welcome in to All Things Russell here on the 10th day of March. Just marching right along. Uh, Tony Kerr, uh, along with Derek Aaron, my co-host today. Uh, Derek, uh, what a crazy week since one week ago. Uh, we're talking about power outages and that, and that windstorm like uh, no other. That, that uh, one of the largest uh, power outages, uh, not only in Russell County, but uh, statewide. Absolutely, yeah. You know, when we saw the storms work their way across the state last Friday and they finally got to the Russell County, Lake Cumberland area, and the worst of it didn't really bother us like it did some of the folks in western Kentucky. We thought we were in good shape. Yeah, about noon last uh, Friday, I was like, man, maybe they missed this. But yeah, they, were, yeah. they were watching that pressure. And the, the winds that afternoon really kicked Golly, up. Golly, when they came, they came. Unbelievable. And, you know, folks just now in some parts of the county getting power back yesterday and I think this morning uh, just about everyone if not everyone by this point is back on you know there's so many you know things you think of uh, but you think think about people that uh, are on oxygen uh, the elderly that uh, have equipment at home and they didn't have that uh, and certainly to everybody who is without power for a couple of days, you start thinking about the freezer, maybe all of those things you, you froze out of the garden or that beef you killed or a hog or something, and a yep. uh, lot, a lot of food lost. Yeah, and that's something, you know, that you don't really think about, but, you know, insurance in, in some cases does cover a lot of that, that folks are certainly finding out about now that they have that. Farm uh, Bureau up to $500. I believe that's No deductible right. on that, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so check uh, with your insurance carrier and uh you know maybe to help start replacing it uh unfortunately five hundred dollars doesn't go like very far these days <laughs> not at the grocery not no, anymore no 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 it, it, it does not but uh are there any any um homes today without power well the uh i know last night there was um, an outage i heard uh, yesterday maybe 94 homes uh maybe without power looking like we have uh, looking at the recc outage map and of course this kind of fluctuates uh 12 customers right now being affected so that is 12 12 according to their outage map in russell county well that'd make you feel unlucky wouldn't it one of the 12 after uh, five thousand, but uh you yeah. know, I've seen those crews out all week, and uh, we always uh, just commend them uh, for being out in the weather. Uh, and, you know, and some of them were actually out, uh, you know, while the storm was going on. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, we, we hope the, the last 12 uh, get, get back on. A lot of trees down. Uh, a lot of trees down, a lot of lines down, the mutual aid crews from – Areas down south, I know Louisiana, Arkansas, uh, Tennessee, some other places uh, had some uh, cooperatives that come up and mutual aid crews helping RECC get the uh, the power back on. So, had you ever uh, seen anything like that? No, no. And you know, to be honest, this has been the windiest winter that feel I like can remember. Feel it, like Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, in uh, last Friday, just the icing on the cake with everything that went on and. Uh, I think we've just about weathered it looks like so uh you know it's tough to be without power for a few days but uh could have been a lot worse yeah, that's exactly right and that's what i i think the the main thing i've heard from a lot of people uh you know this could have been really really bad five people uh in the state lost their lives and that was from some tornado activity in west kentucky but no life of uh no loss of life here in russell county and that uh, is certainly something uh, to be thankful for uh 
10 days till spring in my countdown. We 10 days, 8 hours, 21 <laughs> minutes, and 27 seconds, and spring's going to be here. So yeah, we're right, right on the cusp. That, that's good news. Yep. You know when time changes, and it changes this mm-hmm. weekend. Right. Set your clock forward. Uh, tomorrow night it's like, what, 2 or 3 o'clock on Sunday morning. Right. So unless you're up, then want to change it. But, of course, we do it uh, uh, Saturday night. So uh, we're going to spring forward, and uh, the time change to get those longer days. Uh, Derek, that's the hardest one for me, the, the time changes from the, the fall to the spring. Uh, the hardest one for me to adjust to because then when you get up, it's still dark, mm-hmm. and your body clock doesn't see that sun. What about you? Yeah, it's a little tough there for a few weeks to kind of get adjusted. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just something uh, we've just grown accustomed to through the years, you know. And you know it's coming. There's no easy way to prepare for it. But, uh, you know, it, it's always nice to have a little bit of extra daylight in the, in the evenings. Oh, yeah, good Yard work, garden right. work, and all of that. Turkey season, I know that's big on your uh, Absolutely. agenda. Coming up uh, April 15th, that gets underway on Saturday. So we're still a little over a month from that. Uh, Kentucky has one of the later turkey seasons, uh, just the way uh, that the uh, Fish and Wildlife do that, just because of the uh, the breeding cycle and the breeding season for uh, birds this far north. So I know down south they're already, already uh, after it. Wow. Uh, how is our zone? I know uh, sometimes with numbers and things like that, so that they, they count. Uh, are we looking good here? Or? Well, it, that kind of varies. And from what uh, fish and wildlife experts have said is we're kind of uh, struggling now in, in terms of turkey population. Now, I've heard people uh, out in the field say they don't believe that. They've, got a, they've seen plenty of birds, and, you know, nice flocks of birds uh, on their property or – uh, that they've seen so uh, it's just interesting how that all all plays out uh, but you know if uh, the birds are going to be there if you've got the the cover for them you got the food for them they're going to be around well uh, I was telling you before we went on uh, I'm try- still trying to get Chad Miles uh, to come on the host of Kentucky Afield yep. it's the 70th anniversary of Kentucky Afield mm-hmm. and he's so busy uh, he probably wishes he didn't hadn't given me his cell number because I sort of worry <laughs> him to death about it. Uh, but uh, that'd be nice to have him on, yeah. uh, either in person or remotely, and we we could ask him that question about the turkeys because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he works, uh, of course, works for the Department of Fish and Wildlife and is the host of uh, Kentucky Afield. Yeah, and uh, we'll mention uh, had a news story this week. Uh, biologist of the year for Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife, Russell uh, County, yeah, Russell County Cody Stevens. Uh, and uh, you know, former Laker played uh, Laker football. So, uh, just uh, big things happening. Uh, if we can't get Chad, Chad, we may just call Cody. Absolutely, have absolutely. him have him to come home and just tell us. Uh, he's you helped know. us out, so he, he's he's very good at what he does. <laughs> we'll ask him about those turkeys and how they count them and all of that. I I think it's very interesting, yeah. you know. And uh, uh, hunting is uh, uh, you know big sport in the state. Oh, yeah. It generates a lot of money, hunting and fishing. 10 years, past decade, um, especially in terms of the quality of whitetail deer we have, which is a whole other topic. But Derek, you know, we've, we've, and you see a lot of females, you know, traditionally hunting was uh, uh, male dominated. See a lot of women out there. Hunting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You've got a daughter. Is she going to hunt some of these days? She is uh, very interested in that and right at, right at the age now where she can uh, start doing some of that. Well, that's going to be great. Yep. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, our first guest today uh, is a, uh, we've talked about Lakers, a, a former Laker. But, uh, Derek, you know, a lot of time when our, when, our, when our best and brightest go off to college and get a degree and then they go to professional school and, uh, uh, 
you know, advance there. Many times they don't come back to Russell County, but Very that's true. not the case with our guest today. Uh, he's back and uh, is open to his practice, and we have with us uh, Dr. Lucas Whittle, uh, the new dentist in town. And Lucas, first of all, thank you uh, for coming in. I know you've been really busy. We had you scheduled two weeks ago, and uh, your staff, they really had you booked that day, didn't they? They sure did. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, you texted me that Thursday, and I looked at my schedule, and I was like, is that tomorrow? But I uh, worked out. We, uh, I was off this Friday, so I was able to come in, and uh, just thanks for having me. You needed a day off. Your first day off in how many days, you told me? 11 days. So I, uh, I'm i an Army Reservist as well, so I worked. I, uh, I didn't know that, so yep. thank you for your service. Absolutely. Of course, I'm just a tooth puller, but uh, you know, doing what I can do. Well, I, well, the Army has teeth. I mean, they have to definitely exactly. need it. <laughs> exactly. Need all types. Yep. Uh, let's talk about your practice uh, a little bit. Uh, it's up and running now? Yes, sir. So, well, Were you uh, getting impatient on that building? Oh, absolutely not. My builder was amazing, uh, Mr. Tucker, out of uh, out of Liberty there. Uh, we I think we broke ground around June, so you know, around a six- to seven-month turnaround. I mean, I couldn't ask for anything, anything faster or better, and it's a great built building. Um, perfect location for me. Of course, it's right there beside my grandpa's old tax office uh, on 127, right up from Fruit Loom and RECC. Uh, so right on the main drag. It's it's visible and it's accessible for everyone. Whittle Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. Family Dentistry, yes, sir. So what kind of cosmetic are you going to be doing? I do a lot of uh, crown cases, um, so crowns, caps. Uh, I, I do veneers, so aesthetic teeth cases. I don't do anything like the Botox injections or anything like that. Um, everything strictly to teeth. Uh, so I actually did a residency um, at U of L Hospital where we got a little bit more aesthetic training uh, and a little bit more surgical training. That, that helps me uh, just with the fundamentals of that. Tell us a little bit about your background for somebody that doesn't know you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I graduated high school here at Russell County in 2013, and I moved to Lexington for three and a half years. Um, in that little transition, I had a semester where I finished early. And uh, I came back home. Uh, it took me about two years being gone to realize I wanted to be back here. <laughs> and then uh, you've always, and you told me you've always said you'll be back in Russell County. Yes, sir. From the time, uh, from the time when I originally left that one year, I, I thought maybe I wouldn't be back. And you know, living in the city, I quickly learned uh, how good we got it here. Tell us, your yeah. mom and dad, uh, Todd and Denise Whittle, right? Um, so I grew up down there in Jamestown and uh, live on the same property that I grew up on. And played Laker sports. Played Laker sports. Yeah, I played football and baseball, uh, a couple years of basketball. Uh, definitely something I'm glad to be back and, and able to go to games now. I hadn't been to a football game in years. I remember uh, your football career pretty good. It was. Uh, you followed in your dad's foot. Your dad was my classmate or teammate. Yes, sir. Was, we, had a, we had a good run, that's for sure. I, I miss those guys. Uh, don't keep in touch near as much as we need to, but everybody's kind of scattered out. That's the way it happens, it, it seems. Is, yeah. We know all about that. It is nice, you know, coming back home and, and starting to see the people that are still here, though. Um, uh, really, really enjoying being back. I've been back since July. That's when I finished up. Uh, I was working over in Albany mm -hmm. uh, with Dr. Stephen Talent and, uh, while I was building here. So you went to the University of Kentucky for went, your undergraduate? Went to the University of Kentucky for undergraduate Major. and uh, majored in human nutrition, actually. Um, and then I attended U of L uh, that following July, uh, and I graduated in 2021. Following that, I did a one-year hospital-based residency at U of L Hospital. When did you decide you wanted to go into dentistry? How long ago? I was between medical school and dental school. Um, 
during college for, for quite a while. Um, I had some influences in dentistry and uh, I was able to get into um, UK dental school there in shadow during college a lot. And that's where I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's a great career. You have the opportunity to help a lot of people uh, and the opportunity to move back here as well. Yeah. Um, How tough is dental school? Oh, it's the most fun you never want to have again. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely a grind. The first two years are very, very didigmatic. tough to get into it. Yeah. It's very, it's like very competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Louisville, don't quote me on the statistic. It's a Lucas Whittle statistic as we'd call it. Um, I think they get around three to 4,000 applications a year uh, and they accept 120 people. I think four, wow. only 40 in state. Mm. Oh, goodness. Wow. Mm. <laughs> right there, isn't it? So you get to do the cadaver and oh, all, all the good Is stuff. that your first year? Yes, sir. That's uh, the second part of your first year. I think they've changed the curriculum a little bit, but anatomy is still the first year. So you dissect the whole human body. Mm-hmm. So we go waist up. We don't do anything waist down. Thank, thank goodness. Okay. Um, I think years, I mean, years ago they did it all. They didn't did they? it all, yep. So we are very head and neck heavy. Uh, compared to the medical school up there, we um, of course we do everything from the waist up, like I said. So arms, uh, the abdomen, and we but we spend extra time. There. What was that like? It's interesting. It's um, when you first saw that body, did it freak you out a little bit? No, it didn't. And you know, it's humbling. There's a there's a lot of respect in in that. You know, someone would donate their body to help us learn. It was just a very foreign concept to me. Um, is you know that knows somebody's dad or mom laying on the table, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but it was a great learning experience. Um, the lab portion, I'm a, I'm a very hands-on person. Uh, the lab portion taught me more about anatomy than than anything. You know, you can read so many books, but when you're you're physically there, looking at it, it um, nothing it like hands-on brings, brings a whole new perspective. To wow. what you're seeing. Talk a little bit about your uh, practice here, kind of getting things started um, and having uh, new patients. Talk about that process. Yeah, Is absolutely. Is it easy to, uh, it's, to uh, attain new patients? It's easy to uh, – well, it's easy to get an appointment, I would say. Right. Um, you know, we're accepting virtually all types of insurances. Uh, there's one type of Medicaid plan that I'm not credentialed with yet, uh, but I'm in the process of it. Um, and um, essentially – you just call our office number, which I would say it on the radio right now, but it's blanking in my head. <laughs> um, we might look you up here. What I like to do is get you in with, get people in with my hygienist first, um, get a good cleaning. I come in, do the exam, and um, you, you know diagnose any issues we see, and then bring you back to uh, to work on on those issues. Uh, it's a very easy process uh, I try to have well I do have a very friendly environment at the office I have a great staff great front desk great assistant great hygienist tell us about who are they tell us who you so staff. my um, my front desk and insurance girl her name's Katie Fisher she's a Russell County girl um, and, that, and that's a very important role when you're dealing with insurance absolutely. you know uh, I, I know a lot of older dentists that just quit fooling with insurance yeah, it's very they, difficult it's, it's a, a lot of paperwork it's a it? it's a lot of paperwork and, and it's moving to electronic as well so, um, you know, it's, and it's, it's kind of a headache, uh, but it's just part of it. You know, um, living back here, I, I knew what I was getting into. I was going to accept virtually all insurances, and I was going to bill virtually all insurances because people have all insurances. Mm-hmm. You don't want to um, turn somebody away because of their I insurance. I don't. Uh, you know, if I lived in, in a big city, it would be different, but moving back home, I don't want to turn anybody away. 
Um, I even, I accept emergencies. Um, you know, that's one thing the residency taught me. It's a huge practice builder and it helps people. No, uh, there's nothing like a toothache. Absolutely nothing like a toothache. So You're I, right. I try to do my best and my assistant gets mad at me cause she'd like to go home before six <laughs> to fit people in, uh, during the day if they're in pain. Um, because they don't, like we were talking about earlier at the end of the day, it's you know, somebody's mama, somebody's daddy, somebody's grandma, somebody's grandpa, and we want to get them taken care of. Yeah, Luke, uh, Luke, you're, you're right. Uh, there's nothing worse than a toothache. That pain can radiate and just it'll bring you to your knees. And that's one thing I always tell people is trust me. I know where you're at. Cause I've had one, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've had one, and you know, all the ins and outs with the, uh, the way the, the tooth is. It's formulated in the mm-hmm. way that the nerves and everything impacts basically your whole body. Oh, it impacts your whole body. Yeah. 859-495-2442. That's right. All right. So, so folks, it is an 859 number. It sure so, is an so 859 number. I uh, don't know how that happened, but somehow I got set up with an 859 number. <laughs> but uh, we are in Russell County. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay in Russell County. Staying in Russell County, hey, yes, sir. Tell me about your military service. Yeah, absolutely. So I joined uh, the Army Reserves uh, back in dental school. Uh, I, I did a program um, called MDSSP, which that's just another Army acronym, and it allowed me to join while I was in school and direct commission. Um, I'm now assigned to the 7241 MSU, which is a, a medical support unit in Lexington, and that's where I, I go. You're an officer? I am an officer, yes, sir. I'm a lieutenant. captain. Captain. Captain, yep. I started out as a, as a, sec, a first lieutenant, uh, and now I'm a captain. You could do boot camp and all of that? Nope. No, I direct commissioned, which was nice, so I didn't have to, uh, to go to quote-unquote boot camp. We do some other trainings. Well, you know, after football camp, that would have been no problem. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, two two weeks out of the summer, do you? Yeah, two get... weeks out of the summer is our annual training. Um, and then basically, you know, that's the, that's the easiest way to put it, you know, you know 11 weekends a month, two weeks out, out of the summer. So two weeks uh, out of the year, they call you captain. Every, all the other time, they're going to call you doctor. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's two pretty good uh, titles to have, I would think, right oh, there. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's that's great. Uh, what, what's the worst part about uh, dentistry? I know you're putting in some long days, but you knew you knew those were coming. Oh, I knew what I was getting into uh, when I started. Of course, everybody, you know, thinks, uh, oh, he's a dentist; he's going to work three days a week. And it's just not how I operate. Number one, I'm I'm a worker. I got to be working. I love it. Um, so I'll repeat the question again. So what's the worst thing about di- dentistry? All right. The hardest part about dentistry is the unpredictable, uh, the unpredictable side of it. Um, you know, and we'll use an infection as an example. You know, somebody comes in infected, right? And they're in pain. Um, you know, you take out the source of the infection, but sometimes that infection can matriculate. It can get worse. You've eliminated the source. Um, but the infection spreads to different spaces in the face and you have to access that infection and, and, you know, on a day-to-day basis, things like that, the things you don't see coming are, are the most challenging. And it's also, you know, why we go to school for so long, uh, mm-hmm. is to be able to, to calmly, um, look at a situation, assess it, and, and decide what's best for the patient. How long did you have to go to dental school? Four and, years after college. So four years after college, and yes, then sir. residency? Residency, I did one extra year. Yeah, and where did you do your residency? University of Louisville Hospital. So you were over there, mm-hmm. yes, and, sir. and then you worked in Albany. I worked in Albany, I, yep. Uh, and, of course, that was about a six-month period, and glad to be back. Oh, yeah.
We're glad to have you. Absolutely. Uh, you're going to take all age groups. Uh, you'll Absolutely. Do, you'll do yeah. kids as well as seniors. I'll see, I'll see kids. Um, you ever been bit? I have been bit. I got bit yesterday, actually. <laughs> I've been bit a lot. <laughs> that doesn't go away. <laughs> Look, just real quick, uh, we're not going to keep you here very long on your day off. Uh, you got some really good uh, equipment there. Absolutely. Tell, tell yeah. us about that. Some 3D stuff. So we, uh, whenever I built this place, um, you know, I wanted to build it for 25 years, um, which obviously there's always going to be updates and things, but I got the most state-of-the-art technology, um, the things that I was trained on. So I have a you know, x-ray machine that it's called a cone beam CT, and it actually can take a 3D image of uh, your entire jaw and your upper teeth as well. So basically from your nose to your chin, I can take a 3D image, and that's for stuff like implant placement, root canals, um, to see you know the quality of the bone. Um, that you have, and it's also for diagnosing cavities, things of that. Um, you know, you really can you can see infections, like tiny infections that a regular 2D image just doesn't pick up. Um, I also have an intraoral scanner, so we were talking about crowns earlier, um, and even dentures. I've I've started to make some dentures this way. Uh, instead of taking impressions, I can scan the oral cavities. I can scan your teeth, scan the soft tissues. And, uh, and fabricate those crowns and dentures and removable partial dentures or RPDs. Wow. Yeah. Now, do you make the dentures or do you send them to a dentist? I send them to a lab. Um, I do a lot of my own lab work because denture is kind of a process. Um, unfortunately, because of that process, if you use the lab the entire time, it can take two and a half, three months. So I try to do the first steps in my lab there in the, in the office. Um, so I make a lot of the stuff myself, and for the fi final finishing and processing, I do send it to a lab in Indiana. You know, there was a Mr. Gaskins on uh, Main Street in Russell Springs for many, many years that made uh, dentures. I remember Ed. Yeah, and uh, he was apparently very good at it. Mm -hmm. He was very good at it. I saw some of his work. Actually, I saw one, uh, one of his dentures when I was in residency at UofL. Somebody really? had an upper plate, and they said, a, a guy asked me where I was from. And I told him, and they said, a guy in Russell Springs made this. And you know exactly who it was. Yeah, I know exactly who it was. Yeah, he's gone now. He's I mean, he a nice fella. Good man. Uh, yeah, man, he made a lot of teeth. He did. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add? I don't think so, no. I, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Your hours. Uh, oh, what, there we let's go. Get your, let's get your hours. So majority of the time, I'm open 8 to 5, um, Monday through Friday. Uh, there there are weeks like this week where I've you know I've worked – a lot and I'll take off a Thursday um, and I'm, I'm trying to uh, to post that uh, on the door as much as I can I had a Facebook for the practice I'm uh, pretty anti-social media I, I'm not on anything but I made one for the practice uh, that I was posting stuff like that on and in about two weeks it got hacked so wow. I gotta get another one of those up. <laughs> wow. lucky you I, right? I said that's my luck you know I've always said I'm not getting social media and I, I got that thing on got it going because it's good it's it's good you know connection. You almost have to it's good connection with the community um, and letting them know kind of what's going on and then you know, two weeks after it just gets hacked <laughs> that's the way it goes isn't it so Derek gives phone number again. Yeah, we'll get that up here. It is eight five nine four nine five two four four two. And that's the office there located twenty six twenty North Main Street, Jamestown. Can't miss a brand new building. Looks good. Brand new building. Did, it, uh, did a good job with it. Finished up uh, January, I think eleventh is whenever mm -hmm. I said it was the final inspection. So who, who was your first uh, patient there? 
I'm trying. Well, I can't say that. Oh, you HIPAA. can't. Oh, 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 okay. That is right. We I was be about to say it, too. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we forgot. Unless it was, you know, you, it was Denise or Todd. You could always, but anyway. Uh, listen, thank, thank you for, uh, first of all, your service uh, in the Guard and uh, uh, coming back here. Yes, sir. I'm happy to be back. You're a Russell County, aren't you? Russell County and through and through. And you're going to be on that lake, son? Absolutely. <laughs> I remember that 2012 football season, man. Uh, that was, was that was some great times. It was a run. We had some special teams. Oh yeah, that was it was a run. That was a great year. Yeah, maybe we'll get you involved uh, with football here, some. I uh, I would love to be. Now, I was actually talking about that with somebody uh, the other day. I need a few years, but I definitely would like to get my foot in the door at some point. I miss it a lot. Well, Lucas, I know that uh, that your parents and uh, all your family, grandparents, everybody's really proud of you. Uh, man, I'm proud of you and uh, for the man you become and uh, and going to come back here and uh, we're back here now and going to going to serve people for a long time. Uh, it's, it's a great need. You know, some of our uh, our dentists, I, uh, my dentist has been gone for uh, some time now, Vic Henry mm-hmm. uh, on Main Street and I was in Russell Springs now. Now my classmate, Howard James, I get to go see him every every, every <laughs> now and then and uh uh, another another Russell Countyian who who came back, but uh, we're just uh, just glad you're here, man. I am. Too. Wish you the best of luck in, in many 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 years of successful practice, which I'm sure you're going to have. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh yeah, enjoy the rest of your day off. I wish you had better weather, but at least the wind's not blowing <laughs> 80 miles an hour. At least the wind's not blowing. That's right. <laughs> Thanks. All Lord, right. Appreciate uh, it. All right. That uh, is Doctor and uh, Captain Lucas Whittle. Uh, with Whittle Cosmetic and uh, Family Dentistry, uh, now open uh, here in uh, Russell County. We're going to shift gears in just a moment. Uh, Derek, we're going to talk about senior scams, and unfortunately yeah. we've seen those on the rise. Uh, Lisa McDonald is uh, here along with Patty Lamb, Lisa with the uh, First National Bank, and Patty Lamb uh, with the Bank of Jamestown. Derek, from 2019 to 2020, and of course the first year of the p- pandemic, uh, scams against seniors doubled in the yeah. uh, Commonwealth of Kentucky. And uh, it's something that uh, we're hearing a lot more of here lately. And the, uh, these, these folks uh, that uh, are just preying upon our seniors, uh, they, their full-time job is to steal money. And they yeah. come up with all kinds of ways to uh, convince people to send them money. And most of it is fear. Yeah, and that's what we're going to talk about today as we welcome in uh, to the studio uh, Lisa and Patty. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. And, and Good morning. Thank you for coming, and uh, let's make sure we get your mic level so we can hear we're you. Good, I think. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, Patty uh, called me, maybe last week, and uh, talking about this, and it's something that you all, uh, throughout your careers, have dealt with. But uh, it seems like. Uh, we've really, really seen uh, this as a big problem. I know of the new scam here lately, but uh, as I said, uh, scams from uh, 2019 to 2020 have doubled uh, in Kentucky. First of all, uh, how long have you all been at your banks? Patty, Bank I of Jamestown? I've been at Bank of Jamestown uh, 38 years. In a couple months, it'll be. So. Just a teenager when you started yeah, there, right? that's right. And Lisa? Yeah. And I have been at First National Bank for 40 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I think you all got, uh, you know, we're going to qualify you as being maybe experts in this field. I would say that, yes. <laughs> 78 years of experience uh, uh, 
setting it. Let's Did, say that we've seen a lot come and go. Have. You have seen a lot <laughs> and come a and lot go. Of, a lot of change. Yes. That, that's right. Uh, let's talk about these uh, these scams and and the problem that it has become. Uh, millions of dollars lost mm-hmm. every year uh, because uh, people get scared and uh, they're preyed upon by people, usually people who are, aren't even in this country. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yes. But, uh, Lisa, you want to uh, talk about what you're seeing uh, now? Well, this is not something new. It's not anything that's, that's new, but um, I would definitely agree with you that it has ramped up. Mm-hmm. Um, probably even the COVID uh, probably made that worse because people were in more. Mm-hmm. And, of course, these people that do this are experts at this. This is what they do. They are very convincing. Um, they they have scripts that they follow. Um, these are con men yes. and con women. And, actually, um, I was doing some research on it, and, it's, and it was saying that there were, like, call centers in these foreign countries that that's all they do. They sit at their computer or on their phone, whichever way, because they, they use these um, different different ways to get to people. Mm-hmm. Some of them are over computers, sometimes they use phone calls, but they're literally just sitting in a big room like a call center and that's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. just ringing these people and we, I don't know, but it seems that they share these lists because once a person gets targeted, it seems like they get targeted over and over and over again. Um, really not exactly for sure how they accomplish that. But, but of course, you know, really, when you think about it, you can go online and I can pull up your name. And it will tell me your age. I mean, it will tell me so much information. It's a little scary. Uh, yes, it is very scary. So you know that they have access to all of these things as well. Um, I even had a family member, an elderly family member, that got a call that her grandson was traveling. He was in the military. He was traveling in New York City, um, had run a red light, hit somebody. Uh, They had brought charges against him. He was in jail, and she needed to send this money. This lawyer that was calling her said that she needed to send this money to get him out of jail. Well, this actually escalates to the point that she's getting ready to come and get the money and wire it to him. And one of her um, nieces, I guess, said, "Um, have you checked with him? I don't know that he's in New York City. So she called him, and of course he was at home. Mm. But she was to the point of literally coming to wire the money. Thank goodness somebody spoke up and said, you know, maybe we should double check this. But of course, they use the fear tactic because immediately when she hears that her grandson is in trouble and needs her assistance, what's our first response? You know, I've gotten calls like that too, mm-hmm. working in the courts and mm-hmm. people, and I would say, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll say, and I've actually uh, had people to come in while they get those calls, mm-hmm. and then I get on the phone, and then they don't talk very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you start asking them questions. Uh, but another one that I've seen uh, is about you were selected for jury duty and failed to show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's an arrest warrant for you. You know, that's never happened. No. Uh, you know, I mean, you need to show up for jury duty, but if you don't show, we usually try to call you. Uh, we can send you a summons. We're not going right. to arrest you. But, 
You know, it's just one in 44 uh, scams are reported in Kentucky according to stats. So only one in 44 get reported. Patty, you say that uh, a lot of these folks that you've dealt with uh, are ashamed if it happens to them, and, and they should not be. And that's why I wanted us to talk about this. We need to be talking about it. Uh, you need to talk about it at church, at ball games, letting people know because when this happens, people feel like it's only happened to them. And it's true. It's not happened just to yeah, one. It's a lot it's of people. It's just to them, and it's to so many people. Actually, in the last two weeks, I have had three customers, and uh, one customer said you know if she can just help anyone because they come and withdraw large amounts of money and it's gone it's mm. gone and right now they're talking about bitcoins that's mm-hmm. a big thing they're making you turn it into bitcoins going to a bitcoin machine and feeding in the hundred dollar bills and it's gone um but they make you think that they have set up an account in your name and that you're going to get the money back. So, uh, Where's the nearest machine for Bitcoin? I, I, well, I don't deal with those. And Unfortunately, there's one in Camelsville, so okay. that's close enough you know, right. to, for driving. And, uh, but luckily, uh, two people, uh, we have been able to talk them out of it. And I'm talk- I'm not talking five hundred. Now there are a lot of scams. There are smaller numbers. Five hundred dollars. Go to the store and get a gift card. Read the numbers off the back to them. But I'm talking thousands of dollars. People's life savings, mm-hmm. and they've only talked to them uh, for a day, two days. And when they come into the bank, we try to train employees to look for things like that when they're wanting to withdraw large amounts of money that is not normal for them. And we ask them, you know, or is someone telling you? But of course, these people tell you what to say. Yes. They tell you, and unfortunately, the customers lie because they are afraid. They think their identity has been stolen. They say, do not tell anyone. Do not I, tell That's one thing husband. you told me, that, that uh, they, they're convincing them that they can't tell even mm-hmm. even their spouse. Yes. You know, that's a red flag mm-hmm. if you don't tell your spouse. Exactly. If, you, if they tell you something and mm-hmm. they say you can't tell your husband or your wife. And they stay on the telephone with you a lot. They're they're on the phone, whether you hear them talking or not, they're listening because they're wanting to guide you to make sure that, and it's all done fast. Mm -hmm. And uh, another key is if they're calling you, calling you, because they want it to happen fast because the chances of you changing your mind or telling someone, I've had, uh, someone in just in the last few days and while i was trying to talk them out of it the phone was ringing 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 and Mm -hmm. so there's just all these um red flags that you need to look at and just basically you know they do prey on older people unfortunately they're the primary target yeah and you know the social security uh office uh they'll call and say your number has been compromised and and you know if you've ever dealt with social security they they're not going to call you they do not call you <laughs> you, you, know, you, you barely the, call them 
Amazon does not call you. Your bank doesn't call you and ask for these identifying information. We have it. Mm -hmm. So why would we ask you for your social and all of this information? So really, I'm almost saying, you know, you just really can't trust anyone. Are they calling... uh Landlines or cell phones or both. 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 So they, they get those numbers. What what about the being on the no call list? Is that helping any? That doesn't. Um, in the the literature that I have, it says to do that because mm-hmm. it can help. It does not eliminate the calls though. I and I myself know that my number is on the do not call list, but I still get calls. Uh-huh. You know, but it does say to go ahead and do that. Because yeah. it may prevent some of them. Mm-hmm. Well, some people are hit harder than others, it seems. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. there are certain numbers, mm-hmm. certain folks that, you know, this scam hits more yeah. than, than, say, somebody else. It, it, and it's weird how that works and how somebody would be so targeted as opposed to someone else. Well, I else. think what Patty said is so right. When they make these calls, they have, they literally have scripts that they follow and they are listening for the responses of the people. You know, the people say, oh, my daughter, or I don't have any children. You know, they look for these kind of these, oh, that's Mm -hmm. a single older person, spouse has passed away, they have no children, probably have some wealth, some finances that they might be able to acquire. So they, I think that they, they really do um, groom these mm-hmm. people and the fear thing I mean we actually had a customer who was she her husband I think was elderly maybe at home but not in good health she was basically taking care of everything herself mm-hmm. and she started getting these calls and they had that lady so scared they had her convinced that they were going to come to her house and they were going to do harm to her and her invalid elderly husband I mean they literally had her scared to death so she was scared to say anything Mm -hmm. to us because she thought that they were going to come and do something to them or they threatened to burn her house I mean it was just crazy when we finally you know got her comfortable enough to tell us you know what's going on but we really truly never did know exactly how much money they got out of her. Yeah. But yeah. she did give them money. Definitely. And Thousands usually of they will not end yeah. up Sad. telling you how much because it's embarrassing mm-hmm. when they find out. Uh, and sometimes people never find out. Mm-hmm. They they're still mm-hmm. doing it today even though they may hear us. They may st- because they believe that person on the phone. Mm-hmm. They've become friends with them yes. supposedly. Right. And people are lonely. And we've also got this uh I call it the boyfriend-girlfriend yes. scam. The and romance it, scam. It, it is big. Mm-hmm. And with Facebook and mm-hmm. all of these social media. Yeah, Patty, of, of the $3 million that uh, was lost in Kentucky in, in 2020, uh, about a third of that was on the romance scams. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And people are lonely. Everyone yeah. wants somebody, you know, but they don't realize. the. And sometimes they do know people. these people are in another country, and they're sending them money mm-hmm. because they're – buying plane tickets to come be with them to you know then they lost the ticket they there's just you know it's a constant story but when emotions get involved is when they continue to send them money we had a customer that had that scam actually happen and 
she would never admit it. Her she her sister actually called me and said, "This is what's going on," and according to the sister, this had been going on for at least two years. Mm -hmm. This person had been grooming this relationship and building up to, and, and they don't usually necessarily, some of them do, but some of them don't ask for money immediately no. or want you to send them funds or anything. They actually, you work know, you. work it and they want you to gain mm -hmm. trust and they really feel like they have a friendship or a relationship with these people. And so they totally trust them. And it, it's really scary because these people, I mean, we try to tell them, mm -hmm. you know, it's a scam. Please don't do not do this. And we had one lady that finally, she said, she was wanting to wire funds. Mm -hmm. Somebody, it was $200 or something. It was a large amount. But he was needing a plane ticket or something. I don't know, some crazy something. And she's like, I know you all told me it's probably a scam. And it may be, I understand that. But, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to come back on you all if it yeah. is because I really want to do this because I really think a lot of him. Yeah. And sent the money. And sent the money. But we have refused to send wires mm -hmm. before. Yeah, we have to. Because we know it's a scam. Right. And we just tell them we do not want to be a part of this. And sad, not and you all may have done that too. We have actually had to close accounts because yes. it's just like we don't want to be the a conduit for them mm -hmm. to lose all their money. I mean, they may probably will anyway, but we really just, with a good conscience, you can't can't sit by and watch that happen. And you're really, your hands are tied because if someone has... It's got to be frustrating. Very frustrating. Oh, it's very emotional. Mm -hmm. The last uh, two that I've dealt with, you're just begging them, mm -hmm. you know, not to do it. And luckily, you know, but after it's over, I'm just, you know, feel wore out, exhausted, like I've, you know, I don't know, because ran, you know ran the end, several miles end because I know gonna they're going to lose the mm -hmm. money. Yeah. I've known older people who have sent their life savings, mm -hmm. and wow. then they are trying to get, you know, loan against their house. Mm -hmm. They're selling furniture. Mm -hmm. They're on this fixed income. So Basically, the rest of their life is going to be mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. Practically yeah. ruined financially because of this. And yes. some of them do not have children or loved ones that notice this type mm -hmm. of thing. They're just, you know, by themselves. Has so. any of the scams ever led to any type of hack attempts on, at the bank? Is that something that happens or, or not? Not that. Not, the, not as much. The only no. thing that uh, we did have a customer who gave um, some of these scammers all of their personal oh, information yes. Yes. and they actually went tried to go in mm -hmm. online and set up um like internet banking for this yes. person we don't have transfers outside the bank but we do have bill pay so their intent i think was to set up this internet banking so that they could do bill pay to themselves mm -hmm. so but the customer told us they gave them everything all their information they gave them all their wife's information mm. they gave them like the wife's maiden name you know which is mm -hmm. usually questions password. yes passwords that type of thing so i mean the customers they thought they were going they were being told that they were had won some kind of money or something and they thought they were going to get money deposited into their that, account other than the romance that's one of the big yes. ones that you've got a couple of million dollars mm -hmm. over in africa mm -hmm. 
Uh, and you have to pay the taxes mm -hmm. to give it here. And who doesn't want to be a millionaire? That's another thing. But what know. I tell customers to tell them is just deduct that out of my winnings <laughs> and then send me the rest. Mm -hmm. They usually hang up on you when you say that. So. You know, yeah. A great resource, uh, obviously, Attorney General's Office, their website. Tony, mm -hmm. I know you've been on there looking. ag.ky.gov. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, whole list here, and we talked about some of those investment, identity theft, unemployment mm -hmm. insurance, romance, as we've talked mm -hmm. quite a bit about, sweepstakes, business impersonation, online purchases, the grandparent scam, which you all alluded to, threat of arrest slash warrant, <laughs> Tony. Duty. Uh, the jury um, duty scam. <laughs> employment, work from home, small business association loan scam, and technical support scam. I'm assuming that will be online primarily. Yes, yeah. they call them and say, uh, you know, you've got an issue with your computer. Right. They let them on their computer. Mm -hmm. The last uh, one person in the last two weeks, they actually sent them an app on their phone and the scammer took control of their iPhone. Mm -hmm. oh and, uh, you know, they were moving. They could see mm -hmm. stuff moving around, so. We actually had a customer that um, they did the landline, and the customer, bless his heart, he called me at home, and he was like, Lisa, I've messed up terrible. And I'm like, what's going on? And he tells me, this person called, said he had, um, his computer had been compromised and that they needed to get in there and clean it up. And he had a smart TV and he said, I was sitting there in my recliner watching them take control, go into my banking app, do all this. And he said, I couldn't do anything. And I said, if that ever happens again, get up and pull the plug. They can't, <laughs> once you cut the power to it, that cuts, you know, what they're doing. But he was so shocked and Did so- Did he lose money? Yes. Oh, wow. One of, one of the problems that, that you have, and uh, as we had Dr. Whittle on just a moment ago, he was about to give up his first patient, but he realized HIPAA, he couldn't do that. Uh, you you tested him on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but banking information is protected. Mm -hmm. And unless somebody's name is on there with account, you are very restricted on calling someone and saying, hey, I think this person's being scammed, even if it's family or not, correct? Exactly. Correct. And it's unfortunate, but that's, you know, uh, you want to, but you can't. You can't. You know, so you just talk to the customer, but um, rarely do they believe you, mm -hmm. you know, but we do have some success. And I, I will say, and Lisa probably does too, I said this week, I have worked here 38 years you know, you can believe me instead of believing this person mm -hmm. you've only talked to for two days. That's you know, right. We have your best interest in mind. And anytime someone has a question, you know, go to your bank yes. that you're banking at. Mm -hmm. Call some official. Call someone and say, hey, what do you think about this? And because, but they're going to say, don't call, don't call anyone. Yes. And, and Who do you all call when, when you, when you see what you uh, perceive as uh, some fraud or someone's being uh, conned into this, who, who do you pick up the phone and call? Well, different people, depending on the situation, but there is, uh, you know, a law against elder abuse. Mm -hmm. And so um, I do. I do have that several sometimes. times contacted Jarek DeVore at the Area Development District. He is over the elder mm -hmm. section of that, and he actually uh, has helped me a time or two. He's got contacts at the Attorney General's office that he deals with. And um, 
Unfortunately, though, there is, and he he told me this. He said, unfortunately, there's just so much you can do. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, it is the person's money. Mm-hmm. And they can do with it. Have what you had someone want. to say, this is my money and I'll do what yes, I want to with it. Mm-hmm. If I want to give it to somebody, I will. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And uh, we can't do anything about it. You know, if they come in and say, I want to mm-hmm. withdraw $10,000 and you know they're sending it, you can beg and talk and explain and show. And But then, you know, they can walk out the door with that $10,000 yes. and do whatever. It's their money. And we've know? had customers get really angry with us because we wouldn't or didn't want to do it for them. And, and you question them. Um, but we, we do question them because... If we can stop this, because these scammers, that's a, I mean, they're making big money, and they're in other countries. $3 billion annually yes. in the United States mm-hmm. is stolen from, mm-hmm. from and, people this and, way, and mostly thing, seniors. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. I had someone tell me recently, well, the caller ID said this. Well, with computers and technology, well, we've do all been there. not <laughs> go you can make or somebody i can i'm not that tech savvy but you know you can make your phone number look like different things like a russell springs or yes. jamestown yes easily spoof phone numbers today mm-hmm. oh That's, oh yeah a local cell number yeah. a lot of them do yeah but you think I a lot of our technology has uh, proliferated so. this yes. that it's made it so made much it more so easier, much easier yes. you, yeah mm-hmm. with with technology and some great advances mm-hmm. also comes more advantages for criminals for sure mm-hmm. yeah have you uh, uh, have you ever known of anyone being uh, caught and prosecuted for stealing here in any of our cases? Never. No. 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 And we've actually tried to call authorities before, and basically, you know, if somebody's in Russia or China or wherever, India. I mean, they basically tell us the long you know, of the law. The long arm of the law is not that long. It's not unless that you go long. through the FBI and the international. And folks. even if, they, and then try that. I mean, we even tried. You know, fins. You know, there's different federal agencies, but you know, you're just a goldfish in a huge ocean. And and when it's all said and done, I mean, it's a big deal to these people because it may be their life savings. But you're unfortunately, that is. I have never seen Mm -hmm. anyone get their money back Mm -hmm. from one of these scams. Mm -hmm. And we have contacted, you know, if it's uh, big money, you know, the FBI, the state police, and trying to help, but I've never seen it. So, I know you can't say who, and we're not going to ask you that. What's the largest amounts you've seen? uh, Well, I have seen in, in like uh, we said, it sometimes starts out small. A cumulative amount of money, uh, probably $50,000. Oh, we've seen that plus. Yes, with mm-hmm. people, you know, continuing for years mm-hmm. and you, you know, cannot mm-hmm. tell them. But I have seen, you know, just a lump sum of in the $20,000, mm-hmm. you know, a one time. Mm. And that's a lot of money. Like I said on our website, you work for your money. It's hard we, to get. We've Why actually given it away to mm-hmm. someone in... Just like we've seen customers actually, you know, deplete their IRAs, take money out of their retirement accounts to send it to these scammers. We have seen customers come in to get loans because Mm -hmm. they did not have Mm -hmm. the money. Mm -hmm. But they tell them, well, do you have a 
house? Do you have a car? You know, you can go and get a loan. And um, so we do try to detect it, and we may miss some. We don't know, but we do. Because only one in 44 are reported. People mm -hmm. are ashamed of this. Um, these folks generally have an accent. That's another red flag, a correct? A lot of times, yes. yes. You know, uh, those Russians, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Sri Lankans, whoever, wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's another red flag. Not yes. all people with accents, though, we want to point out are criminals. Or, right. Or if, if they call you, uh, but that's a but, flag. But, you know, hang up and call. If they say they're Social Security, hang up and say, okay, mm -hmm. but... Call the bank if you don't have the social security right. number. We'll give it to you. Uh, if they say they're Amazon, if they say they're your credit card company, then hang up and get your credit card out and call the 800 number on the back of the credit card. Never take their numbers or their links that they give you right. to move around mm -hmm. because they have they're working together so if they tell you okay uh, call this person he's going to help you with mm -hmm. this they have like a lawyer on staff supposedly and you don't use their numbers because it's fraud yeah you go seek out and find your own telephone numbers mm -hmm. even if you're not calling someone even if you're too ashamed to call and tell someone seek out your own phone numbers and call and you will find it's not true yeah you click on a link they send you that, that yes. gives them access to you just like <laughs> that i'm sure so yes mm -hmm. what's the the biggest thing that we want people to take away from what we've been talking about today what what would you tell them how to protect yourself what, what do you do well if there is any question at all i'm like patty hang up you know if they're calling you You've got control. You don't have to answer that phone. You don't have to continue the conversation. Even the other day, I got I got one from this guy that said he was with the police fund, that they were raising money for wounded police officers or something, you know. And immediately when I heard that, I just clicked and hung up. And my granddaughter was sitting there. She said, Mimi, did you just hang up on him? And I said, you better believe it. Because I said, listen, that was a scam. I said, maybe they give $10 to a police fund somewhere, but I guarantee you most of that money that's donated goes into somebody's personal pocket or a group's pocket. Mm -hmm. um, just be aware. And like Patty said, we're, businesses are not going to call you and ask you the information that they already have. The bank's not going to do it. Social Security's not going to do it. You know, the KU's not going to, you know, there's... Yeah, the electric companies yes. hit hard. <laughs> electric mm -hmm. companies are hit hard. They're not going to be doing... They have your information. They're not going to call you and start asking this stuff. So mm -hmm. just be aware that if they get a link into you, like you said, through the computer, you know, and if they keep... If you keep answering the phone and talking to them, every time you talk to them, you're giving them more and more information to build on, to actually build up to whatever it is that they're wanting to, to do. So just be cautious and verify, verify. Better Business Bureau, it's a wonderful resource. Um, the Attorney General's Office, like I said, uh, the Lake Cumberland Area Development District has an elderly section that they deal with all kinds of things to help people. Um, just just be, a, be alert and be aware and be careful. And keep an eye on your elderly family members. Yes. 
or even if it's an elderly person is not a family member, maybe someone that doesn't have anybody, uh, you know, hopefully they have friends and associates and, and maybe uh, people they go to church with that can keep an eye on them because they are, they are sometimes the most vulnerable. Yes. Well, and that's why we wanted to be on here today to make people understand all the fraud that's going on and to start talking about it and sharing with people. I know we have it on our website. We try to advertise, but the people that have gotten scammed will say, oh, I didn't see that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know this was going on. So we really want people to be informed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And everyone can go out because if you've given your social security number out, they can open credit cards in your mm -hmm. name, um, all types of stuff. So everyone can get free credit reports. Yes. So mm -hmm. if you go to annualcreditreport.com, you can get a free credit report. And it goes to, uh, it does not give you the credit score. I think you may have to pay for that. But you can look to see what cards or what has been opened in your name. And find out annualcreditreport.com and I do, one of those, I do believe that yeah. one, you get one you get one, one, a year yeah. one a year free mm -hmm. yeah. yes. mm -hmm. that's and a complete so, one uh, that is really important that people check that mm -hmm. and especially if you have given out your information yes. because they say do do I need to change my account number do I well that social security number is so important. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should never give that out to it's anyone. It's attached to so many different yes. things throughout your life. And so you can change your bank account number, but they've still got your social. So, and really opening credit cards and credit is the big thing if they have your uh, information. And and there's some people pay for things like, I know LifeLock is one of the big things uh, that is, helps you. I'm not sure what the fee is for that monthly. It could be probably 14 to $19 a month. But anytime there is anything hit on your credit, you're you notified. get, you're notified. Mm -hmm. You can choose if it's a phone call, if it's a text, if it's an email, a uh, phone call. Mm -hmm. So just protect your information. It's your information. It's your money. So... I just don't, but I think we go back to fear, loneliness, we're all very trusting people. Trusting, sometimes too trusting. Yeah, and you know, the average person doesn't know uh, the about their computer when someone calls and says, your computer's been hacked, I need to help you, I'm from Microsoft, you know, just... Hang up and verify. Right. Do not get involved in that because once you get involved, like Lisa said, they sell your information to the next hacker. If someone has ever gotten um, scammed, you're going to get more phone calls. Yep. Because they know that you're the type of person that's going to talk to them. And folks, report it. And, and yes. report it. Don't be ashamed. Right. Uh, this no is, shame. Uh, no, d don't be ashamed. Uh, this is j just like if someone uh, uh, comes into your bank with a gun and robs mm -hmm. it, you, all, you aren't going to be ashamed. That That's on the criminals. Mm -hmm. Don't let them put this guilt on you. Report it. But do not give them any of this information. It, it's uh, yeah, it's right. too prevalent. Mm -hmm. And uh, just protect yourself. When yes. in doubt, check it out. And you can report scams to the Office of the Attorney General, that number, 888-432-9257, or you can file a scam complaint online, again, ag.ky.gov. All right. Uh, Lisa, Patty, we're just about out of time. 
thank you for coming in and doing this. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate your 78 years combined service in the in the banking industry here. Well, thank you for allowing us to do that and get the word out. Yes, thank you very yeah. much. And if they have any questions, they can call you, yep. uh, Lisa McDonald at First National Bank, Patty Lamb at the uh, the Bank of Jamestown. So, Derek, uh, we're out of time. Yep, been a good show this morning, uh, folks. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you uh, right here back on the radio next. Friday morning on All Things Russell at Laker Country 1049 WJRS.